0: Hello and welcome back to the 31st episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast with your host Bennett Leon and of course we have the lovely Ashley Downing here with us. Um, Today we have a really dope episode we're going to talk about um, Donald Trump's really lax response to coronavirus Um, even though he has done some good things he hasn't done everything that he probably could have done. Uh, We'll go into those details overall I think he did an okay to good job depending on how you look at it um but like i said we'll go into that in just a minute so i hope you guys enjoy i wanted to start off with this little video of trump talking early this morning about um uh, the, the coronavirus, the impact that's been happening right uh, earlier today or whatever. And uh, in this, you'll what what is very noticeable is that uh, Dr. Fauci, which is usually there um, to address the issues, was not there this morning. And we're going to go into uh, a little theory about that <laughs> after. But uh, I just want to let you guys know that this uh, video is out there. You can find it on our social media page on our Facebook as well as pretty much everything else that we talked about today. So I'm going to play it for you really quick. Just give me two seconds.
1: The country wasn't built to be shut down. This is not a country that was built for this. It was not built to be shut down. My administration continues to work with Democrats and Republicans to reach an agreement on an urgent relief bill for the millions of American workers and small businesses and large businesses that were... Uh, badly affected by the medical difficulty that we've had. If you had a viable business in January, we are committed to ensuring the same is true. In the coming weeks, in fact, we want to make it even better than it was before. We're doing things to help in that regard. America will again and soon be open for business. uh, Very soon. A lot sooner than uh, three or four months that somebody was suggesting a lot sooner. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. We're not going to let the cure be worse than the problem. At the end of the 15-day period, we'll make a decision as to which way we want to go, where we want to go, the timing. And essentially, we're referring to the timing of the opening. Essentially, the opening of our country. Because we have it pretty well shut down in order to get rid of this invisible enemy
0: all right that's over thoughts
2: <laughs> well about this conspiracy theory or about just the talk in general, the, um, in general?
0: Um, <laughs> the talk the talk first and then we'll go into the theory
2: okay so the talk um no. I I mean I hope that this is going to be over in 15 days, but no. There is I do not think that this is going to be over in 15 days. I mean, college campuses have already completely shut down for the entire rest of the semester and are having their classes online. And semesters go until mid-May. So, I don't believe this is going to be done in 15 days. I don't think that a lot of people believe this would be done in 15 days. <laughs> um I think that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And Trump said all of those things this morning. And then right after, the stock market flew up 2,100 points. So um, this was all just like a little scheme for him. Definitely.
0: (laughs) Um, A scheme? I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would think that... He definitely has his own intentions going on with this. And of course, like we were talking about earlier, that the economy is his main focus. So he's going to try to save that as much as he can. And I think the government is being very aggressive with their actions and intentions to be able to do that and deliver those promises that Donald Trump has made about the economy. Uh, although I do think it is a sinking ship, the Dow Jones, like you mentioned uh, a second ago that it jumped up 2100 points today the single group, like biggest rebound in history I'm pretty sure yeah. which is absolutely insane day. absolutely mm-hmm. insane you know uh, especially during uh, such uh, a kind of <laughs> such uncertainty pandemic. literally like where the markets were just down like it just seems to me that this is just like so artificial like you know like this yeah. is all like hype <clears throat> and people just trying to make money so what little money they can off the situation that's currently unfolding with the government pouring the the fact the other day i don't know if you guys caught this but they said they were going to print whatever it takes to keep the money uh the system afloat you know mm-hmm. uh, now they're not even putting a dollar figure on it before they were saying a trillion dollars a day now they're not even pulling putting a dollar number on it you know and of course that has Get tons, to of t- tons of effects that We'll be feeling for generations to come. But, I mean, this is the guy we want to put up there, right? He's the president. so uh, And, I mean, that's the Federal Reserve doing this, of course, and not necessarily just the president. Although, he does have his say in who gets to go up there. So, But that's another issue for another day. Um, let's go into this theory about uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Fauci and why he wasn't there today. My theory, uh, like I was talking about a little earlier today, I had actually put it up on our oligarchy disruptor page on Facebook. I had mentioned that, that I had a little theory that why I wondered, I was wondering first like why he wasn't there and then I was looking a little later on and then I saw an article saying that uh, Fauci's, uh, Fauci says that Trump's Easter goal for lifting coronavirus restrictions should be flexible. So, like, he kind of directly went off of what the the president said this morning. And aside from that, uh, the other day, well, let's just not even go, let's not even talk about today right now. The other day, Dr. Fauci, when Trump was speaking, he said something so embarrassing, like, that he, like, covered his face, literally. (laughs) And I think that those kind of, like, reactions are, they noticed that. So, I think they took him out of this press briefing from this morning because... He would have. They were afraid that he was probably going to do the same thing because Trump said some pretty cringy shit that I think he wouldn't have been able to take. And um, of course, what we're talking about is him trying to open up the economy and open up the country back up early, months ahead of schedule, like as if, um, as opposed to like his own staff, aka Mr. Anthony, Dr. Fauci, says. So. Like he's um, he directly since then he has directly addressed Trump and his comments from this morning saying that those restrictions and lifting those coronavirus restrictions should be flexible in his mind. He shouldn't really put like you can set a date on it is what he said, but you should be really flexible on a date because it should be taken on a, on a really like a day to day basis, you know, where we look at. What's happening today? Like, how is this going to affect the future, you know? And take it more of, like, uh, from, like, a science perspective. Um, But the president is more focused on the economic effects, and it seems like the party is kind of going in step with that, too. And we're seeing that in places like Texas, where, like, the lieutenant governor was saying that uh, your grandmother would be willing to die for the economy to do well or something like that. So um it's really interesting to see uh, how they're kind of like going in going in with trump when it comes to the gdp and uh the economy and keeping that as the number one priority rather than the health of our people but we'll see how that goes to bite them in the ass in 2020 i personally don't think it will but we shall see hopefully they, the democrats can kind of capitalize on that but um once again we'll see uh, thoughts on that
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, the same thing. I mean, definitely Trump and Dr. Fauci have been at a disagreement. I wouldn't say, like, vocally disagreement um, or anything like that, but it's been very clear. Like, Dr. Fauci has been interviewed by other people, and he has said different things than President Trump, Trump had said in previous press conferences, which is that we don't really know a lot about this virus right now. It is going to get worse before it's going to get better. And it, there is a lot of uncertainty as to if this is going to even be done before the end of the summer. And so I think that that's kind of why I say that it like this was a scheme, because I just think that this is all part of Trump's agenda. There is absolutely no way that he really thinks that the country is going to be open up in 15 days. I mean, I, I mean, I just don't, he has to take it day by day, right? I mean, he doesn't have any other option. If on the 15th day, half a million Americans have coronavirus, I mean, he he can't open, he can't, he can't unshut down the, all these states. I mean, like he, there is going to be a point where he's going to have to be like, okay, the economy is going to have to suffer because all of these people are sick. And so I think that the him saying these promises of 15 days and having these um, empty goals are a way to get people to grab onto any sort of hope that they hear. Um, And investors love hope. (laughs) Um, And coming from Trump, he has promised all of these things for these important, rich, wealthy, wealthy executives. I mean, and he has produced for them. So they trust him. They trust that he is going to get the economy back up and running. Is it going to be in 15 days? Maybe not. But Trump said those things, I think at least specifically, because he knew That certain people were going to like that response um now with the whole dr fauci thing i think he was obviously not there because of like what you just said he him and trump have disagreed and i think that that comment trump made um about someone suggested that it was going to be months before the government was open or like that before this was all over um I think that someone was referring to Dr. Fauci. I think it was kind of like an unspoken, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an unspoken shout out to Dr. Fauci, but the negative form of a shout out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, hey, this call, guy has been telling you Getting things. Yeah. Out he got he called him out that's exactly yeah an unspoken call out <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah Leo, that's hilarious um yeah you know what i think about that and um i'm very in tune with uh that he i think he that was very purposeful that, to leave him out um but we shall see so uh let's go on and talk about the next topic of um the two different bills. Okay, guys, so first let's talk about how fucking confusing this shit is, okay? <laughs> so Yeah, how long did this... it
2: take us to try to figure <laughs> this out? And I don't even think we did. Like, oh my gosh.
0: Cause we've been seeing, like all of you have, right? Um, like um all of the news outlets saying that this proposal was being or like this was proposed, like this and this and this and this, and like there was two trillion dollars, no, one point trillion dollars. Exactly. Like exactly. <laughs> are you are we getting one thousand dollars? Are we getting fifteen hundred? Is it twelve hundred? Two thousand. Or is it two thousand? <laughs> like okay, so it took us a while to figure this out, guys, but we basically narrowed it down and we understood how <laughs> all this confusion really started, right? Okay, so Ash discovered this really dope website that has an article that basically kind of lays everything out. It was updated. It was posted on the 20th of this month uh, of March. And it's it pretty pretty much talks about like the the main things from uh, both types of proposals and like the history behind everything. So Ash, do you want to talk about uh, the first two things that Donald Trump signed you like you were mentioning earlier on in the podcast?
2: first bill was actually signed on march 6th um signed by trump into law and it was 8.3 billion dollars it was just a response package to the virus um just general i think it was mostly for healthcare workers and such for um emergency supplies and whatnot and then on wednesday which was the 18th um, he signed a hundred billion plus dollar bill uh, for emergency. It was an emergency virus relief bill, which established paid and family sick leave policies um, and then expanded unemployment insurance. Um, so that was like the biggest thing for workers who were affected by this crisis. And then I think the the new one, the stimulus is obviously for working um, class families, too, with getting those new checks um and expanding this bill for more paid leave because there's a lot of people who aren't getting paid still
0: absolutely i'm definitely one of those people yeah Yeah, i'm not getting paid for being home unfortunately anymore so um yeah i hope they do that (laughs) so it helps me out too um but once again adding our like clarifying the confusion is that, well, A, Trump passed those two things already, right, and those are signed, those are now enacted. Now there are two stimulus packages that are going around and making a lot of splashes throughout the airwaves that we've been hearing about. Um, We originally started hearing about $1,000 checks being given to everybody, um, this form of UBI. But we see later on that the um, the GOP and the Democratic sides both came out with their their plans. Um, well, the Democratic plan came in response to the GOP plan because they were like, well, this is absolute shit. There's a bunch of stuff, giveaways to the rich and big corporations and things that don't affect them and things that really wouldn't help. So the Democrats came out with their own kind of stimulus bill to go against that and counteract that. So... What they're doing now is they're more focused on the GOP bill, trying to get that passed and amending everything and working together now on a a bipartisan basis, rather than just the GOP and the administration, the Trump administration working on uh, the terms for that. So it looks like they said that they were at the two or five yard line, I believe it was the two yard line. So they are about to close on this deal. So it looks like the GOP plan is the one that's going to go into effect. We will see what the final amendments end up being and what the actual bill ends up saying. But Democrats got their uh, certain wins and GOP definitely got their wins too in this bill. Um, so uh, we'll go over that now and the differences between the two. So, well, first off is the, the price tag, right? So the GOP had a smaller price tag. It was um, $1.8 trillion. The Democratic response had uh, led by Nancy Pelosi, of course, the Speaker of the House. Uh, Their bill was $2.5 trillion. Um, The GOP has kind of called it like a socialist wish list, which I think is really funny. Um, But uh, they also call it a Marshall Plan. Not the the GOP, but... um, the people who kind of came up with this and it's being like kind of tagged that way as a Marshall Plan, like it kind of um, like the plan that was enacted after World War Two to kind of address the issues that were also affecting them at the time. So um, Charles Schumer, which is the Senate Major- uh, Senate Minority Leader of the Democrats, he said that he's pleased or I'm pleased that two main issues workers first and the Marshall plan for hospitals are very strongly in the bill. So those, those are the two things that they really wanted uh, in that bill. And Nancy Pelosi is actually working behind the scenes with Charles Schumer um, to kind of make sure that they pass a bill that they know the house will also pass so that there's no back and forth again, you know, because it, it is really getting caught up in the bureaucracy between the house, the Senate and the Trump administration. So, uh what are your thoughts on how that's kind of going on so far?
2: The bill writing?
0: Uh, the bill, like how it's moving, the confusion of the bills, uh, like basically everything I'm talking about so far.
2: I mean, as far as the process, I mean, I think that it's honestly going faster than any other bill would be <laughs> passed. Sadly, this is just how our system works. It's not really designed to be a fast process. Um, So I can't really kick them in the butt too much for it being slow. However, I do think the drafting of the bills is the biggest reason why it is taking so long for these bills to pass. And that is something that is frustrating to me. Um, and we kind of touched on this before, but um, just trying to slip in these controversial um, resolutions to issues, I guess you could say, um, from both sides, the GOP and the Democrats. Um, it's just clearly slowing down the process when there are millions of Americans who are at risk of contracting this virus and potentially dying from it. Uh, You would think that people would be trying to work a little bit faster on this rather than trying to sneak things through the cracks. Um, But that's just uh, honestly how bills are written um if you look at a typical drug bill there's things in there for infrastructure and things in there for production and i mean that's just how bills are written but it's sad to me that they're still that they're trying to sneak in these controversial issues to slow the process down um or which is slowing the process down um as far as like the whole difference between the bills i don't really see um I mean, the the UBI is pretty similar, right? The price varies a little bit, but for the most part, it's very similar. It's really the tax cuts for corporations and things like that, that obviously Democrats are not so keen on giving up or giving into, uh, rather, and of course. Republicans want those in the bills. Um, Trump wants those in the bills. And Trump is ultimately the one who has to sign them, right? So um, I think there's going to be a lot of compromise on this bill and who is going to be getting money. And I think that for working class families to get a lot of money, these corporations are also going to have to get a lot of money. I just don't think Trump will sign something otherwise.
0: I think so, too. Um, although I do think that someone should have some kind of oversight over them on of spending that goes to these large corporations. And they Definitely. should have strings attached to where they cannot buy back the stocks using the money that we give them or give like exec- executive compensation packages to like the CEO or like whatnot. Um, they should there should be no like promotion, like no giant like promotion or like raises on like the taxpayers dime uh during this Definitely. time and i think like once again that trump idea the trump administration idea to have public ownership of the companies um that we help bail out is a very smart idea as well to kind of guarantee yeah. the the workers rights of that company because these it's are accountability
2: yeah exactly
0: exactly so and the um, part of that would be the American people profiting if the that company did well, you know. So they're not only they should not only be forced to pay back um, these things, th- this bailout. They should have to definitely comply with all these things and have a a inf- like a type of enforcement agency to kind of watch over these companies and the Trump administration giving out all this money, you know.
2: Definitely. And and I I think they're not agree more.
0: Absolutely. I think they're actually kind of um, I don't know about the setting up something to kind of watch them. But I know that uh, as a provision, Democrats also pushed for stricter oversight that would actually rein in uh, the Treasury Department's broad discretion to dole out five hundred billion dollars worth in loans and loan guarantees to corporations, uh, which is a departure from the Republicans original proposal that Democrats. Labeled a slush fund um, in the beginning. So at least they're kind of getting some oversight with that. Um, there should be, that should be in the bill. So this is a good thing that the Democrats are kind of pushing for in that bill as well. Um, but we are at the five yard line, uh, which is what Mitch McConnell said earlier tonight. Um, they, he said, and I quote, this majority has gone out of its way to make this as a bipartisan and possible as possible uh, and open as possible the administration has bent over backwards to work with democrats and addressing their concerns so they're kind of taking more of a partisan um, approach to it and their responses is very notable that's what i'm getting out of it Um, of course the democrats are kind of being partisan as well but at least they're kind of putting the worker first and (laughs) doing these things to help us out later, um, at least in retrospect you know, bless you by the way thank you I was trying
2: to cover it up
0: you're welcome, okay no problem though Um, but uh, yeah, so negotiations have taken longer than expected but it looks like we are at um, the 5 yard line according to Mitch McConnell, we are at the 2 yard line according (laughs) to um, Chuck Schumer So the point is that we are fucking close to this money, guys. Start counting your checks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it looks like everybody's going to have, bottom line from this, a $1,200 check coming in for individuals and a $500 check for every child in your household as well. Alrighty, let's wrap it up there once again guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast uh it means the world to ashley and i your word of mouth is our oxygen so thank you guys for that if you are listening on apple Podcasts, please give us that five star rating if you got any kind of value or you learned anything from this podcast or this episode specifically we would love to hear back from you uh let us know what you think on there uh, you can also follow us on Face uh, Facebook at the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Ben the Disruptor. And you can find Ashley at Ash the Disruptor. And uh, please, guys, make sure you do your part. Vote your conscience. Do what you're supposed to do. It's your civic duty. People have died for your, your right to vote. Of course, everyone grows up knowing that. But it's not something that's really widely taken advantage of especially in the united states in which we know for a fact that the majority of americans do not participate in our elections and that's what's part of the problem and really leads to a fundamental shift in the how well in how our country really operates on a day-to-day basis so please guys vote your conscience vote in your own best interest do your research do your due diligence don't just go and vote for joe biden because you remember his name or bernie Sanders just because you vote you know that he's that old guy in the race that wants free health care or something like that you know like do like go for something policy-based you know go for those things that Go for those things that actually mean something. Don't go and not vote for Bernie Sanders because you don't like the way his supporters talk. Like that's fucking stupid. That's like beyond dumb. And if you're one of those people, um you need to realign your shit because you can't go after the voters. You can't go after the candidate because of how they're how people they can't control the millions of his supporters are like behaving online. So that's absolutely fucking ridiculous. But once again, guys, I'm just going to wrap it up here. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and we will see you next time. Really quick. I just wanted to update you guys since the original recording of this episode. Um, the United States Senate has voted unanimously in favor of the stimulus bill originally drafted by the GOP. Uh, they worked out a plan with the other senators in um, the Senate, aka the minority leader Chuck Schumer, who was also working with Nancy Pelosi. So now that this is passed 96 to 0, and the Senate is going to head to the House after passing the House under Nancy Pelosi's. Rain. It'll go to the president's desk for signing. The treasury secretary said that you will get your checks within three weeks from now, and that is for everybody making under seventy five thousand dollars per year. To expect that twelve hundred dollar check for an individual and um, children will you'll receive. $500 for, for that. So stay tuned for more. Thank you guys for tuning in.